Hello, before we kick off today's show, I want to tell you about a very funny live show that's coming up in Smock Alley on April 19th and 20th. It's called Fur City, and it is an improvised soap opera with puppets, and it features many of the very funny regular guests to this show, uh, the likes of Kelly Shatter, Ali Fox, Tony Cantwell, Peter McGann, Pearl O'Rourke, Luke Manson, and myself. We're all going to be in it. Uh, it's it's going to be hilarious. It's on April 19th and 20th in Smock Alley. Check the Smock Alley website for tickets. Don't miss it. First City. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about embarrassing friends. Harold. Your friend insists on calling you ridiculous nicknames, is that right? He does, yeah. He's a bit of a lula. Uh, he's he's definitely a, a wild man of the sesh, and uh, it was kind of his his thing is to give 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 people ridiculous nicknames. But um, his ones for me are quite mean. I have to oh, say, yeah. why? What are they? Hairy bollocks. Because mm. yeah, you know, all the lads are, are trimmed nowadays, and I refuse. I'm more of a seventies bush man myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, he called me Mammy's boy. Why did he call you that? Uh, well, my mother uh, killed herself at a very young age, mm. and uh, I, you know, I was crying at the funeral, and he pointed over to me and goes, "Mammy's boy loves his mammy. Mammy's <laughs> boy always fanny." Yeah, and, uh, that is mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, the tears of of my mother's death combined with the tears of being slagged by the lads. Yeah. I mean, it was bloody Niagara Falls. You know what, what, I mean? what age were you? Uh, I was about seven at the yeah, time. Yeah, and and uh, he's consistently called you that ever since. Yeah, it doesn't let us drop him. Twenty seven years old, man. Yeah, twenty years. Wow. Any other nicknames? Uh, fanny pack, because I was going on holidays to America when I was twelve. And uh, I brought a bum bag with me, yeah. and I came back, and I was there for a couple of days. So some of the lingo had got into my brain, and I came back, and of course I was delighted with my new bum bag. And the lads are like, "What the hell is that?" I was like, "Oh, it's my fanny pack," and uh, you know, haven't let it haven't let it rest since. Yeah, yeah. Our kids can be fierce, mean. Some of um, them are cunts. Yeah, true as well. And um, what, what? Maybe just watch that language. Fair thing. enough. Um, so, what's your friend's name? Uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Not the actor and film director Peter Bogdanovich. No, no, okay. no relation. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any nicknames for him? Uh, I'm not. I'm not a mean guy. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I, um, me and the lads got together. We sort of, we sort of shopped around a few different names. Um, Peter Bogboy. Yeah. Uh, Peter Bogbody. Uh, Peter Hog Hog Hogdanovich. Yeah. Uh, Peter Hotdogovich. Uh, Peter Smelly Smogovich. Yeah. And you know these just rolled off him like like treacle <laughs> off a duck. Couldn't get to him. Couldn't get. Couldn't stick to him. Couldn't okay, stick to the feathers. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I want to bring Peter in here. Oh no, really, uh, Peter? What do you have to say for this? Like your friends embarrassed uh, by you calling them ridiculous names. <laughs> Your man has skin as thin as like an egg. Like oh, I'm just doing this stuff for a laugh. You know, I grew up with. 10 Buddhas and we were doing it all the time yeah. and I just thought you know he'd be able to take it and obviously no <laughs> see listen I'm a sensitive soul yeah. and I'd obviously I'd love to slag him but there's absolutely nothing I could slag about he's just the coolest dude in the school yeah well I mean but well, is... he's a teacher that's why I said that okay he's, he was your teacher or... no he's he's a teacher now in the school that we used to go to gotcha yeah. he yeah. was a bit of a he was... and Matt so <laughs> whoa 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 see he's just so bloody cool yeah 
He was so cool at school. He was like, I'm never leaving this spot. Give me a job as a teacher. And they were like, Grant. <laughs> uh, as soon as I finished the leaving, I was like, there's me CV, lads. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> they took it, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, no no formal training or anything? No, no, they just trained me on the job. I just sat in on classes, took notes, and bang, diddy, bang. It went in like a sponge to water. <laughs> but Peter, you don't... I that mean, famous I, phrase. <laughs> like a sponge to water. Peter, you don't, um, you don't call your students ridiculous nicknames, do you? I do indeed. I'm building their thick skin up. Right. So when they get rejected from colleges... That they'll, you know, just bounce back from yeah, it. Yeah. It's a learning curve in their lives. I'm doing them a favour. Yeah, but I mean, you've been calling Harold Mammy's boy since his mam died when he was seven and it hasn't built up a thick skin on him. If anything, I think my skin has gone thinner. See through, you can bloody see me veins. <laughs> well, look, that's not my fault. Because all me and my brothers, me and the ten others, have skin as thick as leather. And even when we go to the gym, you know, we just, uh, we don't even do weights because our muscles are so big from our skin being so thick that we just walk in the treadmill. Okay, yeah, yeah. Another, another little prank he, he pulls frequently um, is he'll get a football and he'll inject concrete directly into it and let it set. Mm. And then he'll leave the football in the middle of the schoolyard and then the first boy comes in. You know the way you come into school, you, you see the ball, run, you yeah. want to be the first boy to boot that ball. Just breaks their toes straight away and right. just sits in the hedge Bang. laughing away. How's that, how's that toughing people up, Peter? <laughs> I once picked it up and cracked someone's head open and he was just like, man, that is the sorest thing I'll ever experience. Thanks, you know? That yeah. was not kind sure, of... Not sure pain thanked, yeah. threshold had increased by 60%. Maybe I need to throw the ball at you. Meet Please me don't. at the court at half six. I'm not. I'm I think not. you should go, Harold. If you are available. I'm blocking the drum, stay inside. What? I'm staying inside. I'm not going to really? just, just get beat See? up. Peter, what about, uh, you know, when, when the lads would call you Peter Hot Dogovich? I think it's gas. Yeah? Yeah, no, I think it's proper cool-like. Because okay. uh, they've learned from me, and I think it's funny, and it's built my character. I'm a legend. No arguing there. Yeah, you can't he argue with that. Uh, yeah. He won five yeah. awards at the Debs. Best dancer, most uh, likely to be a millionaire. Hottest lad, uh, hottest person, and the fifth one, uh, coolest teaser. Coolest teaser? What's that? that was a new, oh, I because you tease people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new yeah. Award they brought in. Just hey, was Peter. this this year's Debs or your own Debs? My own. Oh, okay, yeah. you're still you're still harping on about that, are you? <laughs> well, I've got them at home, so I might as well. They're open the fridge. You gotta flaunt it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, look, I uh, want to thank you both for calling in, Harold. It doesn't look like you're going to get off the hook. Uh, he's going to continue calling you nicknames for Mammy's the Mammy's boy. Shut up, will you? <laughs> you are Mammy's boy, in fairness. Um, thanks for calling in, guys. Elaine, um, you've started distancing yourself from your embarrassing friend. Is that right? She has toes on her eyebrows and I don't want to you know it's difficult because on one hand I want to be nice to her because she's toes on her eyebrows yeah but then on the other hand I don't want to look at her because she's toes on her eyebrows yeah but I mean I mean there could be ways around that surely like well they move a lot like when she's happy they kind of wag yeah yeah when she's sad they get wet 
they get uh, from tears or yeah okay they have yeah. tear ducts just like an eye okay but they she do. has eyes as well just eyes un- underneath yeah because yes, yeah, they are yeah. over the eyebrows and then there's the and then there's the eyebrow hair okay so it's and then toes, a normal, eyebrows, a normal eye. anatomy from the eyebrows yeah. down mm, yeah, yeah yeah um how many how many toes does she have there ten full ten. Oh, full ten up on the up on the forehead yeah ten on the head ten on the on the feet. On the feet as well. Yeah, yeah the whole, yeah. whole set. But I suppose, could you not just, um, I don't know, try and avoid looking at her when you're out together? Sometimes I'll kind of ask her just to hold her hands over her uh, toe brows. That's mm. what we call them. Yeah. Um, just, oh, Suzanne, would you ever just cover up your toe brows? They're, they're distracting me now. They're wagging. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, she'll, sort of, she'll sort of giggle and kind of fondle them and look at me. And it just gets a little uncomfortable, you know, when, when someone's yeah. trying to make you feel you know uncomfortable she does it deliberately does she yeah yeah she sort of runs around after me and goes look (laughs) look at look at my toe brows and she sort of just like she'll kind of like have you ever seen people are doing yoga and they kind of stretch their toes out and it makes them look like fingers so she'll sort of stretch them out Mm. um which is unnatural. She can move the baby toes independently. That not many people can do that. With their, she can do that on on her toe brows. Yeah, and she can do it on her toe feet. Yeah, and does she have any other friends? Nope. Oh, it's just you. Just me, and that's why I feel the pressure to keep to keep her as my friend. Do you know what I mean? But then, on the other hand, I just can't look at the toe brows anymore. Okay, but look, I'm I'm going to bring in Suzanne. She's she's heard you, and she wanted to call in. Hello, well, that Lynn? Listen, I've 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 a toe to pick with you now. Uh, you weren't complaining about my toes when all the boys were hanging around us last Saturday night in Coppers. No, so, like so. No, you're you're misunderstanding. No, now. I'll tell you. This is how it works. I'm out in the town. I agree to bring out Elaine. Yeah. We're out. All the boys come swarming over. I said, uh, I said, do you want to ship my friend? Do you want to ship my friend? Do you want to ship my friend? All the lads said, no. We all all we want is a is a go at you, with your big wiggly forehead. And the lads just swarm all around me, and she gets my run off. And that's the only reason she's calling in now. This shows you jealous. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I come from a long line of uh, uh, people who used to stand out in the rain, mm-hmm. and throughout generations, we've developed uh, protectors for oh, okay. our eyes so the rain wouldn't get into our eyes. Yeah. And they have, uh, I will admit, uh, a, a toe-like uh, a look about them. Yeah. They're not actually toes, Dave. Yeah, that'd of course. Be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. And uh, you know, lads like something different. You always go for something a little bit different. Yeah. And the boys love my toe eyes. Is Elaine very plain looking? Elaine is plain. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You know, you can't see, but uh, she got a very normal face. Yeah. Two eyes, just a normal nose, just hair tied up all the time. Do something with your hair, love. Did they call her plain Elaine? They do call her plain Len. Well, you know, that was my nickname that I gave to her initially. And the lads loved it. I've got a great sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, thanks very Um, much, Dave. Elaine, Suzanne says you're jealous. Well, it's a very particular sort of man now who goes for the the toe-brow look, I've been told. Mostly Um, footballers. Professional? Well... Uh, Semi. Club level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are, in fairness, a lot of club level footballers around us, I'd say. And I'm not sure really where the correlation there is. But, you know, I mean, you're saying that I kind of take the, the you know, the leftovers, so to speak. Right. The scraps from my table. Sloppy seconds. The, yeah. Well, I don't well, like that term. Yeah, well, the sloppy seconds. I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. I'll you take do, it You're off. happy to. And I went on a date with one of them last week and... Um, and he just sort of 
was kind of like feeling under my hair and my scalp and kind of like running his hands over. Um, Who is this? Just my clothing to see if I had any toes anywhere else. Yeah. Who is this? Because I think he doesn't really understand that I didn't have toes any, you know, and yeah, they're yeah. very into having toes. Club level footballers. Club level footballers, yeah. Who are you going on a date with? It's the third time I've asked you now. I don't think it's appropriate for me to talk about this on air without his permission. Okay. But That's I'll say it anyway. Fair enough. It's Jonathan Norton. Oh, I, John Norton. Yeah, I had to go on him. He oh. loved my toes. Yeah. Uh, but I said, sorry, John, uh, I don't have time for a BF. If you like it, stick a ring on it. So he's clearly gone after Elaine, hoping for some more toe action, and yeah. left incredibly disappointed. He sort of said, sure, surely you've won somewhere. And I sort of said, <laughs> uh, well, I've, on my feet, I've ten. And he went, just fuck, fuck off with your toes on your feet. He wasn't happy and then that. And then he sort of just walked out of the room. Uh, when, you, when you have prime rib, it's hard to go back to corned beef. Absolutely. Well, look, I want to bring in uh, Brian. He... Um, He's a young man who has uh, fingers for a moustache. Brian, you heard this and you kind of related to Suzanne's story. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me on this first time on the radio. I've struggled with this for a a long time and it's just so inspiring to hear someone like Suzanne uh, just come out about her condition. I wouldn't even call it a condition. We don't like to call it that. In fact, I wouldn't even call it uh, fingers that I have above my lips. It's more kind of a... fleshy shafts that yes. uh, protrude from under my nose. Sorry, I, I, uh, I think that was my... I know that's yeah. not a very time-efficient term, but that's, that's... I know, I think my producer was just trying to... Uh, of yeah, course, give of course, I understand, a, but yeah. I just think it's, this is the kind of uh, discrimination that we have to face every day from people like Elaine. Uh, uh, come on... Uh, scumbags. Uh, scumbags, exactly, Suzanne. Fair play, Suzanne. We've been waiting for people like you. It's really the first public figure we've had. And uh, I'm actually uh, thinking of setting up a union. I hope you don't mind me using the show as a, as a, a vehicle for that. No. But if, you, if Susanna be interested, I think it's about time that we joined forces. Oh, just I'd lead the brigade, no bother. That's great. It's great to have a public face for these kind of things because really the time has come uh, for people with uh, fleshy mounds of any variety coming out of any orifice or part of their face or elsewhere to take a stand and uh, and fight for what's theirs. Great. Uh, Suzanne, do you have any formal media training? Just Facebook. But do you think you'd be prepared to do more appearances like this? Radio, television? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Photo I, shoots? Late, late show, yeah. Ray Darcy show. I do, Anton. Um, yeah. I will say now, Brian, you have fingers underneath your nose. Is that right? That's that's correct. Well, well yeah. the, the terminology is debate, but, but yeah. that is essentially that's what I have. I'm disgusting now, if I'm, if, if I'm being perfectly honest. But but you have something that Sorry? looks similar above your eyebrows. Uh, yeah, but it's just a different... Like, the toe-brow people don't really like to mix with the moustache-finger people. Uh, As Suzanne used to say to me, no no toe-brow, no show-brow. Yeah, that's what I used to say. I got a t-shirt yeah. and I met it. Do you know what, Suzanne? I'll go on the fucking Late Late Show. I'll go on somebody and I'll tell them about you and we we no, will join together sorry, as a community. They're, sorry, Ryan, they're not going to let on a freak like you onto the Late Late Show unless maybe it's one of those sad bits after the comedian, maybe a Billy Connolly on and now for something sad, let's bring on two, let's bring on finger, finger moustache Brian for an old laugh. You can't see now, Suzanne, but I, I'm holding up a certain one of my fingers underneath my nose and I hope you know which one it is. I hope you know. 
Start the ring finger on you. Nobody marry you, you freak. Okay, well, look, I don't want this to d- descend into uh, name calling and bickering. I thought you guys could, uh, no, we're very could work different. together. We're, just, we're very obviously. Di- we're too different. Sorry. Sorry okay, Brian. obviously that's not the case. Um, we'll leave it there, guys. Thanks so much for calling in. Um, my guest in studio today is a private detective who specializes in partner and marital investigations. Welcome to the show, Seamus Peeper. Seamus, how are you doing? How are you doing? Cheapest Peepers. Is that... Uh, that's the name of the company. The yeah. company, yeah. You get, get, getting the, the plug in earlier. Well, I, I forget a lot of times in these type of programs. I forgot to plug my own business. I want to get out of the way. Jeeperspeepers.com. Jeeperspeepers. If you've got a dodgy wife or a husband who's up there messing, go on to Jeeperspeepers and I'll have a little look around our bins. Okay, great. Well, look, I don't, I don't want to get too into the uh, just you doing ads for your no, business. I, I, you're, you're right. I don't want to give away some of your secrets. Well, no, we'd like you to give away some of your secrets. Okay, I'll um, give you three. Okay. Go for it. Well, I, as I said, uh, snooping around bins. Yeah. Uh, catfishing. I'd say that if you, are, if you are think that your husband is uh, playing, uh, eating across the fence, as I say, down the country, I'd uh, pose as a beautiful Latvian lady, and I'd send him something like, here, I love them holiday snaps, if you, and them more for me. And usually they'll send a, 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 a penis picture. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll keep this going for a number of months and eventually months, uh, yeah well I like to get deep deep yeah. undercover you know yeah. uh, I agree to meet them in a motel room with the lights off uh, you know not nothing inserted but uh, certainly hand stuff yeah because you want to have I want to concrete, have concrete evidence, evidence. I yeah, want to yeah. say without a doubt this lad's messing around yeah yeah because I know because I, I give him a hand job yeah exactly yeah yeah do you have like a night vision camera or something uh, I have the goggles that they have at the end of uh, signs of the lamps yeah but that means you can see him. But yeah, oh, I want to see everything. <laughs> but do you have a, a recording of it then? Because otherwise, I, you know, you need to be able to show it. You can't just say, you know, I gave. No, I I think that's rude. Oh, to, have to a record people yeah, without, yeah, their no, without their consent. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'm a feminist. Um, that was <laughs> that was two things. Was it? Is there a third thing? Third thing I'd like to do. Uh, <laughs> yes, I would. Uh, I dress up as a lady and I hang around bus stops and I just try and pick up men. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then find out that they've got a partner, and then go contact to the, the partner. partner yeah, say yeah, you've yeah. been stung. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. more of a side project. That's yeah, but yeah. I suppose it's, it's you're kind of unconnected to the business. Oh, actually. is it? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Um, what's the most compromising position you've you've found someone in? Um, I found um, a lot of priests playing twister at a seminary one time. I was just looking for directions and just right, right place, right time. Contacted the bishop and said, you, you lads are going down. And I uh, got them all done. Oh, were they all kicked out? All kicked out, yeah. For yeah. playing Twister? Well, they weren't wearing any clothes, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, try and, try and uh, homily away at that one. Well, it's just the Catholic Church can't exactly afford to be letting go of... Uh, you know. They had the heating on full blast as well. <laughs> Why? Well, it was very cold without the clothes. They just had the collars, actually. Oh, they kept the collars on? Kept the collars on. Uh, Keep that, it legit. That's uh, I can see why the bishop wouldn't be happy about that then. I, on the line, I have your, your former uh, partner, Brody. Oh, here we go, Brody, yeah. Uh, you guys were in business together. Where did it all go wrong? Well, basically, uh, the way I was looking at it, uh, it was becoming less of a business and more of some kind of a sick, twisted, uh, uh, I would almost go as far, Dave, to say fetish of some kind. Okay. 
Um, I was finding objects that had no relevance to the business uh, within the office, paraphernalia that I, I had never seen the like of before, or certainly had no bearing on, on, on the activity that we uh, were being paid to do. Yeah, sex stuff? Yeah, just footage, basically, uh, kind of real to real. For some reason, he was kind of making recordings on, on archaic equipment. That, Eight uh, millimeter. Yeah. And what, what was on the films? It was kind of, well, there was the one with the priest that you've already mentioned, but there was... Oh, you filmed that? I, I, yeah, well, I had a camera run for that, obviously. You're not going to miss that. <laughs> yeah, okay. there was uh, There was one of a local uh, lollipop man uh, being hit on the arse with his own lollipop. Uh, uh, and then he started filming me on the reel-to-reel and me going about my business, which was totally uh, not conducive to our relationship whatsoever. Yeah, what kind of things did you film him doing? Uh, you know, he'd overbleed the radiator. Till there was nothing left in it. Yeah. Essentially making the radiator useless. Yeah. See, Brody is comfortable. Brody is an ex guard, you know. He comes from a different side of things. He's a very legit. I'm from the other side of the tracks, you know. The, what? the bad side, the criminals. Oh, you, you were a criminal yourself? Well, as a young lad, I used to uh, hang around and I'd dress up as a, a parking meter. Mm. And people would put money inside my mouth and I keep all the money. Yeah. That's and they get clamped. And uh, it's just not going that way. It's gone too far now, essentially. We're, we're essentially finding out and solving mysteries that don't need to be solved, which is very much part of my Garda training. Yes, so Seamus is creating problems for couples rather than well, listen, catching people. Brody, Brody just approaches it from such a boring way. Brody's like, all right, let's take a photo of them and let's, you know, write down times and blah, blah, blah. Whereas I'm like, no, let's dress up as women and have sex with them. Yeah. Let's get some concrete evidence. He's always saying that, exactly. He's also importing cigarettes from... Portugal, which I did, I, is yeah. just blatantly illegal like as well. A garage full of fags. <laughs> That's not related to the business, though. No, I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> totally unrelated to the business. Okay, well, look, uh, Brody, stay on the line. I want to bring on some other callers who m- might need help from one or both of you. Carmen is on the line. Carmen, you claim that you worked with Seamus already, but he couldn't solve your case. I, I called him and said my husband's lost our keys mm. um, and I need help. You know, I need to, I can't find them. Yeah. Um, this was the house keys, was it? Uh, the car. The car keys. The car keys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still had mine, but he had lost his copy. And You're it was set to the same very car. Very frustrating yeah. to have to share them. Yeah, yeah. You know, Could so you get another one cut or can you not do that with can this? Can you particular? do that? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe it depends on the type of car and the, the model Shit. and stuff. Uh, but sometimes you have these ones where, you know, it's just a beep and, you, you know, you can't get those cut. I didn't know. You can't yeah. copy a beep. No, you can't copy a beep. That's true. Seamus, you, you, you couldn't find the keys? I, oh, I didn't really bother looking, to be honest. Uh, something like keys I'm not really interested in. I'm interested in hard sex. and which, uh, is, which is what happened. So I get a call a week later and my husband says, <laughs> I'm infected. Right. Infected with love. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, your man's after giving me syphilis. Right. And I said, well, how? And he said, well, you'd get, invite me over to look for the keys. He posed as a Latvian woman. He said, I, I have the keys. And I went... I did a better accent than that now, to be fair. Probably, in fairness. And, uh, and he said, she said, she said, meet me in the hotel. That's more like it. Yeah. yeah I've been... <laughs> practicing um and uh and he went and um and they had sex um and then he said and and i still don't have the key and uh and i just don't understand i don't understand where's the key why is my husband got syphilis yeah you know uh, it, it's not very responsible 
Seamus, did you give him syphilis? Uh, I didn't know I had it, so that's news to me. Um, I must get that checked early out. Early treatment is the best um, if you catch it early. What happens well, if it you? It sounds like he probably hasn't. <laughs> what happens if you leave it very, very late? Oh, I, you'd have to approach a professional about that. Uh, listen, I didn't mean to get entangled in such a seedy case. Uh, well, it wasn't seedy till you got entangled. Well, I says, yeah. Well, let's go look for these keys. He says, right, where we start? I says, I have a hotel room booked. We're yeah. in the hotel room. I lay down, I says, you've got a key there. He was like, what are you on, boo? I was like, in your trousers. And he was, Sorry, were you posing as a Latvian woman? I at was, this yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to do the accent, it's racist. And uh, I, I didn't want, I, I, when Carmen did it, I thought it was a bit off, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's just not on. Yeah. Um, so I says, you have a key there yourself, good lad. And he whipped out his lad, and I says, you're the key, I'm the slot, torn me and open me up. Mm-hmm. And he did, that's how it started. Yeah. And ended. Yeah. Uh, Brody, you've, you're obviously not surprised by this kind of... No, not at all. Uh, yeah. I'd actually go one step further and say what's been happening as well as intervening in marriages that didn't require intervention is he's been setting up marriages. Uh, he's go- been going down to the docks and just finding these stragglers and trying to wed them off just so he can get involved in the marriage. So he's actually making his own business, which in a sense, economically, is, is impressive, but totally Clever. unethical. Quite smart. I'll, yeah. Quite yeah. Smart. I'll, I'll frequently find people who I know won't get on... Um, I'll, I'll find an Indian and a Pakistani, put them together, they're mm-hmm. going to fight. Yeah. He uh, plays particularly on countries that have historic uh, political uh, divides exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Israelis and Palestinians, get, yeah. them, get, them, get them up to church full of drink, get a priest there, he owes me a few favours, and then uh, call them back in a week, say, how's the marriage going? He goes, oh God, it's, it's mental, you wouldn't come over and sort it out, and there we go, another yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, you're back in the wig as the Latvian woman. That's it. Okay, well, look, Carmen, thanks for your call. I'm going to bring on some other callers now. Um, Tony from the local sweet shop is on the line. Tony, um, you had some involvement with Seamus as well? Yes. Now, I got uh, Seamus's number uh, from the notice board, and uh, his slogan was, I'm not here to make friends. So I I had a problem. So I rang the number, and Seamus came over to me one evening when I was closing up shop. Uh, the local sweet shop and I said Seamus I have a huge issue the loop-de-loops someone's um, been eating all the chocolate of the loop-de-loops and none of them have any chocolate left can you sort me out Yeah. and he said oh not a problem that'll be 75 euro so I opened the register bing and uh, took out the 75 euro in her cold cash and I passed it over to Seamus uh, with a bobbin wrapped around it and he asked me could he use the bathroom at the back of the shop and I said no problem Seamus you, you go on ahead to which he used the toilet and he was back out in about 15 minutes but he came out in a little lace number and he went, headed out straight to the road and put his thumbs up like a, a hitchhiker he'd seen the movies and he hopped into some uh, old lad's car actually not a young lad an old lad's car and went off and I haven't heard from him since and then when I was listening to the radio I heard Seamus I said ah oh, that, that sounds like the Seamus I was dealing with so that's why I'm ringing up now to see if he solved the case about the loop-de-loops because I've lot of angry customers because yeah. you know the only reason you get the loop to loop is for the chocolate bit yeah yeah and you're I mean you're you're down 75 euro uh, Seamus yeah. well I was trying to think uh, who would lick the chocolate of a loop to loop and the first thing I thought of a toothless man because the the, the owl lads with no teeth they love a bit of chocolate but they don't they lack the chompers to, to bite on the, the top of a loop to loop so what the, I did was I'm going to have to get I'm gonna have to get a couple of owl lads build up a case here. Yeah. So I've been uh, I've been uh, sleeping with uh, a number of uh, OAPs in the area. 
kind of systematically working your way through them. Systematically working my way through them. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm building a good case. Yeah. Building a good case. You feel like you might be close to solving this oh, one? Oh, yes. Oh, he's, it's like the Zodiac killer. This could go on for years. <laughs> any, any other problems in the shop, Tony? Uh, the shelves are a bit wobbly, but geez, I just have to get Mick down to put yeah, a few new screws in that. That's uh, not a criminal case. No, that's just a problem of my own, uh, which is stressing me out. Well, the DIY. The yeah, bread uh, is falling and uh, smushing all the rest of the breads. Yeah, yep. Okay, well, look, stay on the line, Tony. I'm going to bring on one more caller, Vivian. Um, you believe your partner might be cheating on you, is that right? Well, the clues of the clues are all there, Dave. Yeah. Um, he's he's home. You know, he finishes work at half five. He's home at a quarter to six. Mm. Um, sort of. Where is he in the between? And there's yeah, well, what's going on there? Yeah. It's probably getting a blowy in the back of the car. Oh. Well, I mean, who's driving? Hmm? He walks. Um, he we, he's about a fifteen minute walk from our house. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But so I'm sort of thinking, you know. Time. You know wh- why the need to walk? Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you're opening yourself up to passing a lot of people on the way. Yeah. Why do you want to meet it, so many what, people? Yeah. What are you doing? I see. And uh, I hope you don't mind me asking this. Uh, would you consider yourself beautiful? Um. I. Well. I mean, he would call me beautiful. Oh yeah. Well, men just say that. Yeah, um. But being honest about yourself and your own looks, yeah. how, what would you say? I would say on like a scale of one to Ten. seven, I'm probably like five. So if you maybe so on a scale of one to one ten, ten maybe seven, like a six seven or seven, yeah. Do you live in the city or the uh, the countryside? Um, I live. Why do you ask? Is it just well? It's just sevens in the countryside are very different than sevens in the city. I mean, I sevens in the country right. are yeah, basically yeah. nines. Whereas in the no, city, you'd probably sorry. be like more like a five. Yeah, it's yeah. all relative, isn't That's it, right, really? Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's relative. Um, so where do you live? I live in Dublin City, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so okay. seven in Dublin, you're talking, that's like a four in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's a nine yeah, in the enough. Midlands. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. It, that's fair. I'm, yeah. I won't. Uh, I are won't. you Catholic or Protestant? Because Catholic, uh, Protestants are better looking. Um, I'm, I'm Catholic. Right, okay. And you, but you yeah. took that he's into account. He's definitely you, cheating on you, yeah. 100%. Oh, 100%, 100%. And so, a Catholic well, seven in Dublin, she's she's bollocks. Well, I'm kind of, I had, um, I'm kind of wondering because I had asked, you know, kind of bounced this off a few girlfriends and they were like, Butcher, it takes him 15 minutes to walk home and he's home exactly on time. Well, and that's, so, I mean, and that's, they were like, that's you're what's being so ingenious paranoid, about it. Yeah, you know, but then like, you know, w- 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 what if he's just kind of like getting a quick wank while he's walking? It's very possible. I've dealt with cases like that where um, a young man is, is, is walking home from work. He'll have a little pram and everyone's saying, God, that's a lovely little baby. Yeah. Don't look in it uh, because there's a prostitute in there. And she's got his... She's got her hand out. She's got the her back. hand out the back. There's a little trap door on the back of yeah. the pram. She's yeah. tugging away. I don't know yeah. if you've ever seen um, that scene in Police Academy where the chief is uh, giving a speech and there's a prosy in the in the podium. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. similar similar situation. Vivian, does he walk with a pram? He does. Well, Have you got the baby? No. There See, you go. Your friends were wrong, I and you should have listened to your instincts and listen, not listen when to he told strangers. Me, Look, I'm getting you know, a pram. It's good for my lower back. When he, when he cut a hole in the back of it and said, "I'm getting a pram. I'm cutting a hole in the back of it. It's really good for my lower back yeah. when I'm walking." Yeah. I said, "Of course, darling. Whatever you need, you do have a lower lumbar spine, mm. 
and I'm he- I'm here for you. Tell me this: when he comes in in the evening, does he go? <sighs> yeah, he does. Yeah, that's yeah, a man yeah. who's just got. And them he's blow. sort of a little bit sweaty on the brow, even yeah. if it's fucking you know freezing what? outside. I wouldn't be surprised if these so-called friends of yours who oh. said you were being paranoid aren't the ones that he's pushing around in the pram. You're so right, Dave. Yeah, yeah it's all, it's all coming, to, coming have, into yeah. place. I have a lot now. of very small friends who'd fish very uh, snugly into the pram. It's a small pram, is this? It, well, it's a, it's a normal sized pram for an infant, not for an adult, but they're small they're enough small that friends. they fish. Yeah, yeah. Some of them now are massive. Yeah. Um, any advice for Vivian? Um, I think if, if, if I was in your position, I'd get me on back. I'd have sex with uh, members of his family, I'd up the ante. Mm. Uh, find the sexy uncle, uh, bed him, and if you've have you I got be that, doing that while I'm walking as well, kind of keep it to the same. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm. Um, mm. Sort of hit him, hit him on home turf. If you could actually catch up with him on the walk home, say, "Hey, we love." Right. And, uh, you Should know, I be in the pram? Then? No, I put the uncle in the pram, and I'd have your hand going through the trap door, and you're just tugging away. Uh, so. Right. And you want him to see that. You want the way you'd open oh, it up. I There's see. a little uh, rain guard. You just pull that back, and then you, Uncle Larry's in the in the back. Yeah, Peek on his on his back with his hands up, uh, his hands and knees up in the air like a dog. Yeah, getting his belly scratched. Brody, would you take a similar approach to that, or would you? Well, you know what? Usually, I would uh, I would contend uh, the answers that uh, that my former colleague would give, but that that seems like a pretty good plan in this particular situation. Yeah. And uh, you could have like a song. Play, you could maybe play some. Um, What's that? You might as well face it. You're addicted to. If Love. you play the entirety yeah, of that Palmer. song, oh, yeah. I see. Because yeah, it's got yeah. a nice steady tempo, and it you does. just you you pull Throw the, the man asunder. Yeah, to the to the yeah. To the but tempo. that's just this. Pull you know, it's a case by case basis is the thing, and that's uh, that's what I'm trying to get across. Great. Okay. Okay. Look, I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Kevin McGarren, Laura O'Leary, Sophie Joe Watson, and Fionn Foley. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, nothing really immediate uh, pff, haven't got any bookings for festivals yet but they'll happen just go to kevmcgarren.com and look out for gigs or just follow me on Twitter follow me on Twitter I'd be happy enough with that great Sophie Joe. I have I'm, I'm absolutely nothing fair <laughs> enough Fionn I, I'm in the gaiety from the oh god the 22nd no the 14th to the 23rd um, with Light Penny Candle Light Penny Candle cool Laura Lame is April 27th. I'll be sharing the link for the tickets on my Twitter, LOLeary underscore. What are you doing for Lame is? Uh, just singing a few songs. No way. For pleasure. Thanks, Kevin. I'll see you there. Uh, I'd like to plug our next Tightrope show. We'll be doing another live phoning it in in the Pier Centre on Friday, April 12th. Check if around bright for tickets. I also want to plug First City, the improvised soap opera with puppets that I'm producing with Kelly Shatter, which features lots of the regular guests of this show. Uh, that's going to be on Smock Alley on Good Friday, uh, 19th of April and the 20th of April. Uh, check Smock Alley's websites for tickets to that. Uh, thanks again, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Gianna Farrell for her theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. A delish little Tuesday evening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.